Love Talk Radio. Steve 
is actually uh, executive producer, producer, digital marketer, brand manager, and consultant for established emerging artists. He's a producer of content, curator, and manager of all multimedia, and supervisor for staff, bloggers, reporters, and production crew for all hip-hop. While he held that the position of executive vice president of multimedia, executive producer, creative brand officer, reading ground editor, music editor, he actually is one of the key architects in creating the all-hip-hop brand and responsible for raising hundreds of thousands of dollars via sales and sponsorships for online and offline projects. An industry insight with 10 years of experience in music business with extensive contacts, produced several music concerts and showcases at festivals like South by Southwest, A3C, able, to, able and he's able to work with tight timelines and small budgets to so executive projects from beginning to end, and he's responsible for over 10 million YouTube views of original content. Speaking of sponsorships, I want to shout out uh, Old Spice for inviting me to a second uh, installment of their program. Um, so thank you to Old Spice. But um, back to Steve Ray's. Uh, Steve, are you there? Yes, sir. How you doing today? Very great. It's an honor to have you on, brother, man. Yeah, we hear you. It's an honor to have you on. Oh, man, it's an honor to be here, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Oh, no doubt. So uh, what's it like having been in the hip-hop industry to see it how it is now? Um, How has that change impacted you? Oh, man, the hip-hop industry is, it it is what it is. It's a a billion-dollar, you know, multi- billion dollar industry uh I, I grew up listening to hip-hop so you know I, I mean i'm one of those you know originally i'm from delaware so you know i had to listen to hip-hop from a philly station 12 midnight you know just to find out what hip-hop was about when i was growing up and now to see it now i could turn my tv on i'm watching espn i hear wale rapping on first take and you know what i mean it, it's amazing how far hip-hop is going and i'm I'm honored to be on some level a part of it and help to contribute and curate, you know, the music and the uh, the lifestyle to to everyone, to the people that are uh, are around. So um, it, it, it's a, it's a, you know, it, it's, it's to see it at the level that I've seen it, you know, where I could actually touch and talk to and interview the artist and hear what they say. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's, it's I, I mean, I'm blessed and honored to be a part of any and everything that I've, I've, I've witnessed. Definitely, man. Um, recently, uh, you've actually uh, left allhiphop.com um, to pursue different interests. You're actually um, working uh, in, for producing some work for Vice and Noisy Music. You have your artist, Barbie, managing so much different things. Um yeah. What uh, actually uh, made you want to make the big move and shift into different things? So you know, um, I've, I've been with all hip hop pretty much from day one, man. And I, you know, I love all hip hop. Shout out to Chuck and Greg, man. I have nothing but love and respect for them. They, you know, give me every opportunity, and I've taken, you know, w- what I was able to do with all hip hop, and I, I've learned and, and grown. So you know, I um. I had a, a, a real core interest in, you know, I look at TV, I'm like, how do they put that together? You know what I mean? I mean, as a kid, I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, you know, I, 
I want to be a part of it. I could do. I look at a TV show and say, man, I could do that better. You know what I mean? So, um, so in in, in the essence of me growing as an individual, um, and me producing web content and, and producing um, like my series next forty eight hours, um, which has man, it, that's a series that has garnered me so much love and respect in the business. Um, um, that I I saw that it was a, a a way for me to move into television and film. And um, I, I've been dipping my my toes in those in those waters for so, quite some time now, and you know it it you know it just became time that 2016 was the time I really had to go all in and put my my fortune 100 percent forward into that direction, and um, it's been a blessing. I, I've been, you know, I, I'll tell you what, man, I've been blessed to to have the the, the people interested in it and the projects I've done in the past and looking. To see the the projects I'm working on right now and in the future, so um, it, it it's an amazing thing. I mean, um, shifting from from web to TV is a big adjustment, but um, it's something that I've been you know salivating for for years, man. You know, and and, and I love music. I love hip hop. So a lot of the shows that I'm doing are music or hip hop related. So it, it it it's just a beautiful way to express how I see things and try to give it to the world in a different medium, a medium where, you know, uh, expands, you know, uh, has, you know, certain websites or certain, you know, so vehicles and it, you know, it's on a, it's on a, a television, it's on film, you know. So I'd love to tell you more, man. Um, my first set, step in the, in the film world was was uh, shooting a documentary with Raekwon last year. And, um, uh, it was the 20 year anniversary of Only Built for Cuban Links. And uh, Raekwon and Ghostface, you know, were instrumental in that album. And I started shooting a documentary that we eventually took to Sundance last year. We took a um, seven minute clip to Sundance to preview at the Independent Filmmakers Lounge. And, you know, that was like one of my first big steps into that film TV world. And um, I haven't stopped moving ever since. That's awesome, man. Um, wasn't that called the was it purple? Um, the purple Diaries? tape files, yeah. The purple tape files. Purple tape. Yeah. Right, purple tape files. Yeah. That's pretty awesome, Raekwon. Um, the ghost. Um, Cuban Links 20th anniversary. That's pretty big, brother. And to win an award on your work like that at Sundance, where so many people from all over the world are coming, and to bring hip hop and history and and to create new history uh, is pretty pretty amazing. Um, yeah, just, you know, you're really great. helping us continue to spread and inspiring even more people. Um, uh, what are you looking to do, like, more so in the future with your work? Are you looking to spread more hip-hop history, or are you looking to get more uh, into... Well, uh, specifically, I'm looking to do everything. You know, um, I, I I like I like the art of television and film. I like, you know, obviously I'm in I'm in the music business. So, um, one of the the, the shows that I could tell you and start talking about is um, you know, a show that I'm working with on. Well, I'll tell you right now, I'm starting to produce um, with Vice and their flagship show, Noisy is obviously music-related. So what they do is they go to different cities 
and focus on the music culture of that city, Chicago, Atlanta, you know, yeah, different cities. And, and of course, on the the noisy.bikes.com, you know, their their web series was a phenomenal success, and now it's a phenomenal success on television. So I'm currently one of the um, the, uh, fixers or producers on um, the noisy New Orleans. I'm just giving you a gem right now. Um, we're, we're We're in production to shoot the city of New Orleans, and of course that hip-hop history, you, you know, you say New Orleans, you, you know, Louisiana, you know, you think cash money, no limit, and that's what we're focusing on. Um, uh, We got, you know, Little Wayne, we got Baby, we got Master P, and, you know, we got those are the, you know, you can't do New Orleans without covering that, those, you know, giants in the business. And then, of course, everybody that contributed to the New Orleans culture and music we're going to get them all. We're going to, you know, Vice is a Vice is an Emmy Award winning television show, and, and you know and they they you know they do work on such a, a grand level that their television shows and docu series and you know the way that they go in, in, in depth and in detail has won them Emmys, and and I, I've always wanted to be a part of something like that. So I'm blessed that you know today I can say that I'm you know working with Vice to do a Newsy New Orleans show. You know what I mean? And it's, it's you know, it, I want to give the people a look at the history of New Orleans and then where we're going in the New Orleans scene now and where it's going in the future. So that's just one, one aspect of, what, of one show that I'm working on currently. But um, it, I think a lot that's of the shows that I'll be yeah, – yeah, I think a lot of the shows right now that I'm working on has a touch of music or, or hip-hop, but – um. You know, I'm currently uh, in, in 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 the works to uh, get my own t- TV show with Vice, and um, you know, we're in such the early stages. I don't want to say too much, but um, it's based loosely off of my web series, which is called Next Forty Eight Hours. And um, in a nutshell, Next Forty Eight Hours, I followed an artist for two days during the album during the, during the re- release of their album. So I would follow. Uh, Fabulous, Jadakiss, Raekwon, um, uh, man, the list goes on. The Game, um, Nas, Wale, Rick Ross. I followed Rick Ross three times. Um, you know, uh, it, it was such a, an amazing opportunity because I would fly from New York to L.A., you know, to follow Nas. I would be in New York to Miami, and I, I would shoot Rick Ross in his house. You know, I, you know, we the whole purpose of the series is what happened when – they got off the the radio of you know Hot ninety seven or what you know the the um one hundred six in Park, and then what did they do after that? You know what, what you know you you see the chains and the lights and the you know the videos and you think that their lifestyle is just partying and and, and, and music, but it's really a business. And you have a team behind that. You have frustration. You have you know the ups and the downs. And the next forty eight hours captured all of that. I mean, I, I was with Wale, and they undershipped his album. And, he, you know, he was frustrated. And he kind of like, you know, he had a, he had a show with uh, with um, Jimmy Fallon. And he was like an hour late to a major television show because, you know, he was on the phone figuring out why you undershipped my album, his album, in uh, the D.C. market, which is his home territory. So it was like. Right, I don't yeah, make sense. 
yeah, you see the business side of what artists have to go through, and we put that on camera. And he just tell, he's like, Steve, man, I'm frustrated because they, they sent 10 albums or, you know, whatever. It, I think it was a crazy number, like 10 albums to to a, a Target, you know, in Washington, D.C. area. And it's like, wait, Bale's from D.C. So he's going to sell out those 10 albums in 10 minutes. You know what I mean? And now it's like, oh, he sold out. But there's still a demand for people to buy that album, and it's not available. So we were capturing things like that, man. It was, it, you know, the series was had an amazing run, and it, it, it propelled you know me to continue this in a whole nother way. Right, right. That's amazing because there's so much, you know, unseen. We see the glitz and the glamour. You know, we see them with the artists, with the females, and in the club and mm-hmm. on stage. Well, we don't, we don't really understand what it takes to, to to create that brand and that business um, to be successful in this really uh, this industry that's really competitive, you know. Um, so, uh, as you're producing these uh, these works, uh, what goes through your mind as far as like what you want the the people to really understand, like from, like as far as your your mission? statement behind what you actually do, um, do yeah. you have mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy, man, because, you know, I, 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 I'll continue to say prior to this whole interview, I'm blessed. So so when I have the opportunity to, to be next to Wiz Khalifa or, you know, kick it with Wale or Tex, you know, you, you know, just these artists that have been selling hundreds of thousands, even millions of records. Sometimes I take that for granted, and I I don't as a producer. I I'm like this needs to be on camera. I always I always look through an eye of I'm a visual person. Even though I'm 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 in the music, I'm into music and I'm into I'm into it in a visual way. So I I want to show the people what the music business is visually, and that I think is my niche and and, and one of my niches. And so the mission I say is tell the story of what the artist is, let's, you know, let's not do reality TV, the quote-unquote reality TV. You know, the, I guess a docu-series is, is a better way to explain that. There is no script. I don't want you to, to rehearse anything. I don't want you to say anything that you wouldn't say normally. Um, sometimes they forget the cameras are there, and sometimes they, they you know, and that's exactly the moment I want. I, I, I want, like I said, I saw, I mean, I, I'll go back, I could go back to a lot of examples, but, you know, um, you know, one time I asked Nas, I was like, are you tired of hip-hop? And he said, yes. I couldn't believe it. You know, I was like, really? You know, Nas, tired of hip-hop? And then he said, yeah. And then he said, "Um, but I wake up the next day, I put my pants on one, one leg at a time, you know, and I put, you know, put my clothes on and I go at it the next day. And it was like such a refreshing thing to see that even the biggest of this business get frustrated by the business, but they still go at it, and you know, you know, they they tackle it head on, and those are the moments that I want to capture. That's that's real. You can't script that. You can't sit there and reenact that or recreate that. You just got to ask them right on the spot, and I think that's the best way to get content from an uh, from a celebrity right then and there. You don't have no no time to think about the question. You got a camera in your face. Of course, they know and they're on guard, and they, you know, they're not gonna say something silly or stupid. But they just got it done. I mean, he literally walked away from the MTV interview. 
And I, I mean, he didn't even get 10 feet from the door. And I said, yo, are you tired of hip-hop? He had no idea I was going to ask that question. And, you know, and I, I just mm-hmm. asked him that because I saw him, you know, Ray, you know, just, he just looked, you know, a little haggard. You know, maybe he was on a, he was on a run. He was, she was doing a promo tour for his uh, Nas and Damian Marley album. And it was, uh, you could tell it's taxing, you know, like, I don't look at artists and sit there and say they have a nice life. You know, I mean, you know, the glitch and the glamour, like you said, I know it's hard work because I see it. I, I know that, you know, they're 10 minutes early. The ones that are early are successful. You know, the ones that drag their feet in are late, they, they, you can tend to see that that happens, that they have chinks in their armor. And and, and through that process, I, I got to see that, man, you know, you get to see the business side not the nuts and bolts of the business, but the, you know, the emotions, the feelings, and and what they have to say at that moment. And to me, that's the content. I I don't want to script that. I want it to come right from your heart and from your soul, and I give it to you. And um, and I mean, uh, like Rick Ross's series did one, one point six million views. You know what I mean? And 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 it was. It was me capturing moments of artists that never were seen at that time. This was four or five years ago. So pe- people weren't filming artists for continually throughout their their. Pro- this was before, you know, uh, Ross had his in, in, in-house camera team, and then they put it out on YouTube the next day. This was before any of that. This was in 2009. This was like, shoot, this was six, seven years ago. So th- this was before the date. They, you know, they they had a YouTube page and they put constant material out. We were putting the, the material out and we were showing you what the grind was before the artist did it. Now the artists do it every day, but we kind of shed that light early. You know, six, seven years before, you know, some of these artists, you know, even put their teams together. So it was, it was that is the magical moment, and now I'm looking for the next magical moment. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. Um, you're definitely an innovator to, to be able to see that and to be able to capture that. Um, you actually are uh, you, you're from Delaware, um, and uh, you graduated from, uh, what is it, University of Delaware as well? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool. So, uh, what was your major, and what was it like going to school there, and did, do you think that uh, helped you for what you're doing now? Yeah, I mean, you know, you always get um, influenced by where you're from. And um, let me just tell you, man, uh, shout out to Delaware, but, you know, it's a great place to raise a family, but I could never live there, you know, as a, you know, as, as a hustler and a bustler. It's a, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's so close yet so far. It's two hours away from New York. But, you know, when you get to Delaware, it's like, it's literally the banking capital of the world because it, it has no tax. So at one time in my life, man, I worked at a bank, you know, and had my, I had to wear a suit every day. And, um, you know, going to school, you know, um, there, I, my, my major was uh, consumer economics. And, you know, um, I, I thought, I, 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 you know, I hate to say things like this. I knew school was important, and I, I wish everybody that has an opportunity to go to school do it because it, the, the education value opened up so many doors for me. But because I was in a state that didn't have entertainment, and I was, you know, I was a DJ at the University of Delaware. I was, you know, I, me and Trust, this is how me and Trust, you know, were, were so tight. We ran the black newspaper, the African-American newspaper on campus. We were reporting on the news 
you know, we were part of the, uh, it's called the CPAD, it was the, the board, and we were the ones that brought artists to our campus. So we would book talent, you know, and follow it through. This is how I got my roots in putting shows together by, you know, my college experience, you know, promoting, getting on the radio, booking, you know, KRS-One or, you know, Tribe Called Quest, you know, even, you know, uh, Gerald LeVert was at University of Delaware. I mean, it was R&B and it wasn't my lane, but I was a part of it. And, you know, and I took the educational process as, like, the ground root for, you know, this was, you know, this is in the 90s, man, so this was like, yo, after I graduated, I was like, what am I going to do? What we, you know, me and Chuck was like, what are we going to do? And, and then the web was, you know, was was an option. So, you know, I saw the vision of the web back then, you know, in the 90s, in the mid-90s. So it was like, all right, um, the web is is the future. So, you know, it, it was easy to start, you know, because we were doing newspapers on campus to translate that to online. But um, the educational value, the opening the doors in the, on campus, um, just socializing and working in a school environment, geared me up for the real, you know, quote, unquote, the real world. You know, so booking artists and being a part of that process allowed me to be able to have more confidence later on to put a show on at South by Southwest. And, um, you know, being a DJ and talking on the radio and spinning records, open and doing interviews with artists on college radio allowed me to do interviews with Kanye West, you know, allowed me to give me the confidence to do interviews with Rick Ross. And not, you know, so, so you know, I would never take that experience away. Um, it, it was definitely a building block to help me get to where I needed to be. But I was always uh, a little uh, business savvy because I had a business uh, background. So, I, you know, um, that's why I always gravitated towards producing versus directing because producers got to find ways to get money. You know, they got to find ways to fund a project. You know, so I, I would – use elements of my economics and use elements of my love for music and elements of my love for, you know, visual arts and kind of put it all together. And, and, you know, here I am today. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to go to school to go and be a producer or a director. You know, I mean, it's great. And it's, I'm sure it would give certain people, uh, you know, a light years advantage. Would it gave me an advantage if I went to school and did that. But the University of Delaware didn't offer that. You know, and if they did, I didn't think, man, yeah, communications, you know, with a minor in television and radio, you know, production or whatever. And I didn't see that as a, a path, you know, being in Delaware. So I kind of, you know, had my economics degree or whatever, and I worked at a bank, you know what I mean? And I was like, can't do this anymore. You know, and um, one day, packed up, I took a great job at, uh, you know, I, you know, at that time, I, I you know, I, I was with all hip hop on the, on the ground level. You know, I'm not a founder, but I am one of the chief architects of helping the brand. But I left, and then I went, and then I took an amazing opportunity as a um, network engineer at, uh, in New York because I knew I needed to be in New York. I knew that that was the mecca of everything, and I still had aspirations to stay in the music business. But I had man, I had a laptop, I had a cell phone, I had a pager, you know what I mean? I was, you know, in my early 20s, and it was like, wait, you're going to give me all of this and stock options in your company? 
And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take advantage of this. And then, you know, it was around the, uh, the, the bubble bursting in 2000. So it was like, wait, um, once the bubble burst, I took my technical experience and went back to all hip hop, and I built their first web server. And then, because I, I had the knowledge of the internet, because I was a network engineer, so I, I built servers for a living. I was, I maintained servers for a living. And at that time, all hip hop was on a 9.99 web page. I was like, this is how you can make money. Own, you know, control your own server, and then you can serve ads. And then that showed um, all hip hop a, a, a path to some, you know, financial freedom. And uh, that's something they always wanted to do, and I did it. And then, because of my love for visual, the visual arts, I built their first um, streaming server. So um, right after I built the web server, I built the streaming server, and I popped the camera, and I started interviewing Fat Joe and Cameron, you know, Dipset and all of that. And we we were all hip hop, BET, um, and M, uh, you know, MTV were and a hook back then it was hook.com. There were probably uh, maybe a couple other websites were the only sites that were streaming, um, streaming online music. Uh, you know, hip-hop interviews. So we were the early, one of the early websites that are still around that were streaming videos on the 56K connection. You know what I mean? So right. I like, yeah, so this is how I got into the business. I built the website, the streaming server, got a camera, learned how to edit. You know, I taught myself all that that side of the business. Um, Learned the, the, the equipment, bought more equipment, and then people started looking at me, started seeing me hustling and bustling. And, you know, my, my first um, contract I got outside of all hip-hop was, uh, was with Def Jam. And I, um, I did um, behind, behind the Beat with um, Fula, which is one of the Dipset producers. And um, I produced and edited that, that piece. And um, I got my first from the industry. <laughs> Take it. Yeah, you said, you said Bula? Yeah, Bula from uh, you know, he was you know, the set. Yeah, B O O L B O O L A. I actually built uh some of his uh social media pages and uh helped him out with some of his uh e marketing. Um one of my sure. first uh gigs. Yeah, working at Starway cool. and all that. Yeah, man, that's he's a, cool. a small he's world, but that's yeah. Small world. He's cool. He's yeah. really cool and you know, we still Chit chat to this day. He's done some stuff for me at all hip hop. He's a visual guy too, so he directs all his videos. He has artists, and um, you know he he's yeah, he's I was doing one of his videos. Yeah. yeah, so you know you yeah. know what type of person he is. He's a visual person too, so you know I've recruited him and brought him on all hip hop, and we've done some shoots together for all hip hop. You know years ago, so you know as you said, it's a small world, but. You know, that that was the dynamic, man. I mean, I didn't go the Hollywood route. I went a very untraditional early route of the web where the web was the wild, wild west back, you know, in 2000 and 2003, 2004. You know, actually more like 2003, right. 2004. It was like, we don't know where it's going to go, but we're not going to stop. We knew it was amazing. You could turn on your computer and watch Fat Joe. You know, and it was like, we didn't have to wait for MTV. It was on a fight called on hip hop. It was on MTV. We didn't have to wait and wait, you know, till three o'clock and wait till the, you know, the rap city came on. It was on the internet. Right. And, you know, we understood that early. Definitely, that's key being an innovator. 
um, just being a first and taking advantage of that, uh, you know, definitely uh, is, is key. Uh, and, and being able to use technology um, the way you have, because um, as you can see now, everyone is streaming on, like, their phones live and everything like that. This is eight, mm-hmm. ten years later. Um, people taking advantage of all these apps and everything. Actually, a client of, of mine, Ariel, just got on uh, Good Morning of America and is about to do some work with Disney after using this app, Musically, uh, Musically, mm-hmm. uh, and it allows people, yeah, it make, allows people to make uh, videos right on the app and share it and all that. Um, she went from 1.5 million followers to 8 million. Um, so, wow. you know, we're definitely looking to do more influencer work with her. We got Jimmy Levine. Um, so, with you know, millions of followers through that app. So, and he's uh, about to do a commercial in uh, Miami or whatnot uh, for a car company. Uh, so, I mean, take, taking advantage of these apps, you have to really see it. And, you know, we see apps like uh, Vine and everything. Um, is there any technology or anything you see today that you, you're like maybe VR, uh, virtual reality that you see is going to be mm-hmm. big in the future and you want to take advantage? Of? <laughs> I mean, Oculus and you know what they're doing. I think VR is obviously the next big technology. I mean, I'll go back to Musically first because somebody told me about it. And I just recently got it, let's say a month ago or so, playing around with it. But um. In the app world, a.k.a. the Internet, you know, the Internet has changed the entire game. It's leveled the playing field, and I don't know where Ariel's from, but she's probably from a town like mine, from Delaware, you know, you know where you know, he didn't, he didn't have to be in, from Hollywood or New York or somewhere to, to pop off. But the technology, all you had was your creativity. So the technology and your hustle and drive and your creativity allowed her to grow. So, um... Again, these apps, Snapchat, perfect example. Snapchat, and, you and, and, know, and that's not even new. It's kind of old now, but I've been watching and hearing about Snapchat, and now you see DJ Khaled, and he's the mayor of Snapchat now. He's, you know, on Forbes now. And, you know, people, and I have to mention this because he's a hip-hop guy. You know, so this hip-hop guy, this DJ or this A&R, this, you know, this, you know, this mobile He's on his cell phone interviewing Jay-Z and talking to Diddy and all these people, Rick Ross, of course, and, you know, he's created his, stretched his brand to millions. You know what I mean? Bigger than it was when he was doing what he was doing. So these, these apps, and, and like like we said, like I, I mentioned Oculus, um, um, the VR is the next step. That's immersing an individual in a world that doesn't exist, but, you know, exists for that person at that moment of time with technology. Technology is going to advance so far that our kids are going to be, you know, VR would be something common for them, you know, where it's new for us. And, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm a sci-fi guy too. I like Star Trek and, you know, it's, you know, all the, all of that stuff. And I, you know, you look at the hologram room and, and the Trek universe, and that's going to be real. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, it, it might not be in our lifetime, but it's going to be in our child's for sure. You know what I mean? And, and you're going to be able to walk around your house, and then you're going to be on the beach in Cancun, and it's going to feel like you're there. And then the technology is going to make it that way. So um, 
you know, I, I think that's a little bit long term, but I, I know that the goal of what human beings look for is escapism. You know, they work a hard day, they have a nine to five, and, um, you know, when we grew up, we played video games and, you know, Xbox and all of this. Um, virtual reality is the next step. It's going to be, we're not going to pretend we're shooting criminals. We're going to have a gun and shoot them, and it's going to feel real. It's going to look real. And we're going to run around our house. <laughs> and it's going to be, you know, a, the next level of, you know, I, I call it entertainment. But it's going it, to, it, you know, we're going to, there's going to be films in virtual reality. You're going to be a character in the film. That's where it's going. It's going to, and content creators can take advantage of that. And you're going to be a star in your own movie in this virtual reality world. And it's, it, it's going to happen. And it's, it might be a game. It might be a film. It might be a combination of the two. You know, it's, we're so early, but, you know, you're going to be this character and you're not going to be, you know, the guy that with the gun that has a name and a history. It's going to be. Steve Ray, Steve Vickers, it's going to be us. You know, it's going to be the people that actually control the equipment, and that's where, that's where technology is taken. Uh, sorry, I was muted there, but uh, let's actually get into your artist song. Can you let us know a little bit about the song before we get into it? Yeah, 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 I'd love to. Um, um, I, um, I started managing uh, Barbie last year, and she's a Caribbean pop star. She's uh, done songs with Beanie Man, Lovato, uh, uh, Baby from Cash Money, Trina. You know, um, she's a huge star, not only in the Caribbean, but now she's making her, her, her moves in America. And I, I, I see her talent. So the the song I have today for you is on her latest single called Whoa, and it's produced by Rock City. It's produced Ariana Grande, Rihanna. You know these, these guys are monster hit makers. So um um Rock City's uh, production of Whoa, and um and it's Barbie's uh, latest single. Thank you. 
and, you know, the plantations out there showing a lot of history and information. Um, I was uh, actually in um, uh, there uh, this past year. But uh, thanks again, Brother Steve, and, uh, you know, continue the amazing, great work, and, and have a great day. Thanks for the opportunity, man, and I look forward to uh, talking to you about some new projects very soon. Definitely, brother, man. Um, So thank you guys so much for listening, and um, have a really great rest of your day, and continue to listen to Omnipresence Media. Uh, Follow us, share, download. Thank you for listening to the whole show, and thanks to our sponsor, Old Spice, and everybody. Thanks so much. Bye.